All right, welcome back to the KOLL podcast. I am your leagues commissioner, and joining me today is Jack. What's going on, Jack? Not much, you know, dad life. Dad life, amen, brother. Heard that. Uh, today, <laughs> show there's no trades to talk about. I don't think I didn't write any down, so I hope there was none. Um, we got six burning questions from last week. Jack's going to see if he can answer those. We got the power rankings. We got six burning questions for this week. And of course I got a comment of the week. So let's get after. Yo, what's up? I don't know what happened. I don't either. <laughs> I guess we'll going and then all of a sudden. Yeah. Let's just, let's just go and we'll see if it happens again. Cause I don't know if it was my end or your end or what the fuck just happened. I don't know. All right. Let's get after it with the six burning questions from this past week. First one, the Longles defeat who's Justice Beaver. The question was, who is Justice Beaver? I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. He's a crime-fighting beaver. <laughs> what is the true identity? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess we're going to find out later in the burning question for this week because it's similar. What's up, Brady? Right. Yeah, I'll be right out. No, there's a, there's one sitting on the on the end table right by your the table you're eating on. That was mine. You can have it. Dad life. What did we say? <laughs> All right. Next matchup: Nick Top, Greg Bottom defeats the longest yard. The question was: Can Nick Top, Greg Bottom get back on top? Uh, I believe the answer is yes, but a resounding yes. Fact. Okay, Austin three sixteen defeats the Thick Dicks. The question was, how many times will the Thick Dicks score over one hundred and seventy points? Because I don't know if you know this, but the Thick Dicks is now three and zero when he scores one seventy, and zero and three when he scores under one seventy. Huh. What a stat there. That is a pretty high mark, too. Yeah, that is. He's been playing some tough opponents, apparently. Yeah, or he's uh, he's uh, a boomer bust type guy, 50-50. I was pretty sure that he was doing a lot of that last year, too. He's like the third highest scoring team in the league, but had a losing record. Yeah, sounds about right for, uh, for the owner, the boomer bust. Yeah, yes, it does. Mostly bust, I think. <laughs> uh, that was a sex joke. That was a sex joke. Okay. The E.T. Elians, that's you, defeats yeah. Devontae yeah. Inferno. The question was, are the E.T. Elians for real right now? It wasn't like, are the E.T. Elians for real? It's like, are they for real? Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you know? so, yeah, I yeah. A lot, got a lot of flack for the moves I made last year. and uh, Seems to be paying off this year, off so. Yeah, I was going to save this for later, but I feel like it's an appropriate time right now. Currently in our league, there are two guys with over 1,000 points on the season. That is the 5-1 Beast Mode Beast who have 1,001 points. And you, the ETLians, leading the league with 1,014 points. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I, I knew I was the highest scoring because of... Uh... The Oracle announcing that in the league chat, but I didn't yeah. realize it was just us two up there. Absolute stunner. Obviously, the Long Brothers get a lot of flack on this podcast. Uh, more on that to come. The next matchup was the Beast Mode Beast defeating the Melonheads. 
The question was, will there be another beast quake? As long as the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Yeah, the Beast Mode Chiefs or whatever. What'd they say? The Chiefs Mode Chief? The Beast or something? I don't know. Something in the chat. All right. The last matchup from last week, the Oracle defeats Forever on Clean. This matchup was 78 to 72. The question was, will Forever on Clean ever stop underachieving? Are you gone? Hello? 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 There Did you hear me? Yeah, my I guess my screen guess went dark, so then the yeah, recording stopped. Uh, you gotta play that game a little bit. That's I turned my screen to like it doesn't rest for two hours, basically. Uh, okay. That's why my battery dies so fast. Anyway, the question was: Will Forever on Clean ever stop underachieving? No, and it's pretty symbolic of their owner and uh, the and teams they follow. <laughs> I don't know the owner personally, but uh. The team is struggling right now. Uh, battle of two struggling teams coming up this week, so that one will be interesting. Let's get into the power rankings. Right now, in the AP, number 12, 588 points. It's the longest yard at 0-6. Yeah, uh, it seemed like they were going win it all last year, and now they're uh, suffering from it, so... Yeah, big time. It was a very win-now team last year. Unfortunately, did not win that championship. And uh, pretty much completely in the opposite direction now. He's fully rebuilding, trading his assets. So here we go. Longest yard, number 12, or like the fifth consecutive week or something. Number 11, despite the upset, is the Oracle, 702, 2-4. Yep, sounds about right. Whenever they get someone good, they trade him away for like four first-round picks or something. Yeah, I mean, he, he's really uh, – more on that to come, too, in the comments of the week. I can't wait to share this with, with you, I guess, and hopefully your brother hears it at the, end, at the end of the week. Number 10, who's Justice Beaver? Two and four, 743 points. I did not expect who's Justice Beaver to be that low, honestly. It seemed like yeah, they had a pretty solid team. Four consecutive losses will do that to you. Also, a uh, self-deprecating commissioner and an AP who who kind of uh, works out of the same brain, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, two and four. Again, this week's matchup is, is huge, and we'll get to that later. Number nine, forever on clean. 787 points is two and four. Yep. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Number eight. Is the Melonheads 824 points is two and four? I expect them to uh, continue the streak of uh, losing, and especially this week, even with the uh, playing of Jameis Winston, who did not play. Yep, 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 yep. That was a uh, how does a top three team in this AP poll make that kind of decision? I'll never understand, but. The Melonheads, I don't know if you've checked out their roster uh, anytime recently, but this is a – he ha probably has the deepest team in the league, but they are all wide receiver twos and RB twos. He does not have an elite player on his team, but he's m probably the deepest. Yeah, it seems like he's ready for every team to every get team. hurt. 
yeah, could very well cash in on a whole lot of those players for sure. Number seven, Austin, 316, 852 points is three and three. God help me. seems to be a uh, MIA most of the time. But. Yep. That's the frustrating part. I hate when uh, guys don't participate and they succeed in my leagues. It's very frustrating. Uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah. We'll get to that. Number six, Devante's Inferno 973 is three and three. You on the, uh, the championship hangover. I, I see. Slow but steady. I compared him to the tortoise in the tortoise and the hare story. Yeah. He's a he's, – it's a dangerous team if you uh, sleep on him. But. He just bides his time. Just wait. The explosion's coming. Number five is the Thick Dicks. 995 points is three and three. From uh, the talk uh, of the owner, I would expect them to be a lot better than where they are. Yeah, I think he just likes to talk about uh, coming and dicks and butts. I think I think I'm not even sure it's smack talk. He just wants to get it on paper. <laughs> just about it. Number four, Nick Top, Greg Bottom, one thousand one hundred one points, four and two. They're going to be a tough team this year. They've made some good moves. Um, I think they're heavily uh, dependent they're on the Rams' success right now. Success right now. Which isn't a good place to be right now. Yeah. We're going to see. All right. Number three, ET Aliens. 1,134 points is four and two. Yep. That strength kicking in. I got no other words for that. I don't even understand. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> the Long Island Beasts, 1,222 points is 5-1. and one. They are where they should be. I, I expect them to be a championship-level uh, team this year, as long as the uh, you know Chiefs don't. Yep. Uh, five straight wins for the Long Island Beasts. Uh, looking good. Number one, last week, number one was redacted. The AP refused to acknowledge this team as the number one team in the league. However... Uh, they have decided to change their tune, and they will award the number one team to the DeLongles. A perfect 1,250 points is 6-0. and Yeah, I have to give it up to him. He knows the stuff about fantasy. But that's about it. If he would have spent this much effort on maybe his homework, he might do a little better in school. But, you know. Okay, I'm going to get into this right now because I am the league's commissioner. I see what's going on. Him being number one in the league is very frustrating, Jack. I'm going to tell you what. He doesn't do anything. His team has just remained healthy, more healthy than any team in this league possibly ever could have happened to stay healthy. And we're going to get into it on his question of the week, just how frustrating it is. Uh, and also the comment of the week, because it goes to him too. It is very frustrating that he is undefeated. Merely on the fact he, I mean, he auto-drafted half of his team when we did the startup. Already frustrating. He makes the least amount of moves in the league. Very frustrating. And he just continues to win because he has suffered no injuries. Elijah Mitchell, who gives a shit? Anyway, let's move on to uh, this week's six burning questions. 
The first matchup is the Thick Dicks, number five, taking on the Longest Yard, number 12. The question is, Thick Dicks only wins when scoring over 170, playing the Longest Yard. Could it be the Longest Yard's week? Uh, uh, no. I think this will be I the week where the where Thick Dicks the win thick dicks without win scoring without 170. That uh, projection is a little closer than might be comfortable for the thick decks. Obviously, the projections don't mean a goddamn thing. But, I mean, the long yard was only an 11-point dog, I think, if I remember correctly. Okay, the next matchup is number 11, the Oracle, taking on number one, the DeLongles. The question is, who the hell made this schedule? Do you want to know why this is the question? Do you want to know why this is a question? The DeLongles, the DeLongles finally have the best player on their team, Josh Allen, on a bye. He's going to miss a game. Hallelujah. And who does he play? The fucking Oracle. <laughs> Sounds, yeah. I mean, I think I struck a bit of that luck as well with uh, Hurts on a bye, and uh, I'm playing the Melonhead, so, you know. What the absolute fuck? Uh, I told the the scheduling committee we're gonna have to pay attention to this next next year. We can't be doing this. <laughs> Even equal playing field. Uh, number eight, the Melonheads taking on number three, the Italians. My question is not a question, but a statement, and the statement is: I have a headache. <laughs> Yeah, so background behind the uh, Jameis Winston start, uh, I was looking at it, and it said he was healthy. So then I went, and I was like, oh, well, maybe he'll play a couple snaps. I looked at who I was playing, and I was like, well, if he doesn't play, it doesn't really matter. I'll still win. All right, fair enough. He did suit up as the emergency quarterback, but was not planning to play. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. No, what to say. What are you going to do? Number yeah. 10. Number 10. Who's Justice Beaver? Taking on number nine, Forever On Clean. This is a must win for both teams. Who can underachieve the least? I'm going to say Forever On Clean. I fucking hope so. Number four. Greg Bottom is taking on number seven, Austin 316. The question is, can Austin 316 get himself into prime position? No. <laughs> all yep, right. That's all I got. That takes us to <laughs> our matchup of the week is number six, Devontae's Inferno, taking on number two, the Long Island Beast. This is a projected one-point difference. The question is, can the silent assassin continue his slow build back to the top? Well, Russell Wilson is not playing this week, so... That's probably good for him. Yeah, he could probably play someone that will actually profit. Russell Wilson is on waivers in every single one of my redrafts. Yeah, it makes sense. He is not cooking this year. Super flex and everything. I, by the way, I, I don't know if you listen to Destination Football, but I was calling that all summer, and I was getting so much slack from everyone I talked to. And I said, look, Russell Wilson is already washed, and these receivers ain't good. It's an issue. I think Hamler's good. 
he's gotten like four targets this year. I wish he was good. I wish they would throw him the ball, but they're not. Did you see? Did you see the clip of uh, uh was it was that the oh. Thursday night game where Russ just completely didn't see him in the fourth quarter? Wide open touchdown yeah. at the end of the game, right? And he threw an interception or something. Yeah, exactly. So. It's very. He's on my team, so I want to see that, but it's not happening right now. Uh, give him a good quarterback with a good system. I think Hamlin would be good. Saw something sure this morning so. that a lot of people are shopping for him, trying to get trades. Trade. That's good. I'm hanging on to him. I hope so. Because Jerry Judy, I'm going to tell you, Jerry Judy sucks. He's not good. Him as well. I drafted him in my, my work league, and I am kind of upset about it. Yeah. I like Cortland Sutton, but, again, he's, he's, he's like a lesser version of Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's good, but he's not that good. Seems to be pretty good for me this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I agree with you. I have him in my one redraft, but he's also, you know, he's never gonna, he's never gonna be a, uh, eleven for one eighty and two touchdowns kind of guy. He's gonna be ten yards a catch. Yeah, it's about where he is. All right, that's gonna take us over to our comment of the week. Just adding to the frustration of Dylan. I was talking about how Dylan broke the trade market with the Tyreek Hill trade, and he goes, "Wait, what did I do?" And I said, you traded three first-round picks for Tyree Kill. Uh, I said, you traded three – I'm sorry. I said, you traded court, franchise quarterback value for a wide receiver. And his comment was, dog, I don't even know who I traded. Do you want to know what's frustrating about this, Jack? <laughs> Do you want to know what's frustrating about this? Yeah. He's only made one trade! One! What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? I even when I looked, I even when I looked just to make sure he's made one trade in two years. Styry Kipple, man. <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh my gosh, my head exploded. And I, I was like, I didn't even think about it at the time, but I was going through yesterday looking for a comment of the week. And I was like, what do you mean you didn't know who you traded? You've only made one trade, man. Oh, he, well, he traded draft picks. So technically, I guess he doesn't know who he traded because he didn't draft anybody. Oh my good golly God. So uh, anyway, did you have a comment of the week or did you not do it? I had the the, the Taylor Swift lyric that uh, Greg Price said something about a bunch of babies and being the weirdo on the hill. Nice. T-Swizzle. Um, so, funny thing, I saw, like, a couple weeks ago, it said Taylor Swift was doing the, the halftime show at the Super Bowl. And I texted my wife. I said, T-Swizzle's doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Let's go. I'm not like a huge Taylor Swift fan, but I know it's going to be a good show. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, the, then the very next day, NFL's Facebook page posted that it's going to be Rihanna. Which one is it? Yeah, I heard Rihanna. I heard Taylor Swift was going to do the halftime show at the, the Amazon – Thursday night game or something. Uh, because of- maybe that's what I saw and I got confused. Maybe. Yeah, I heard. I heard, oh, well. I, heard I mean, Brianna's hot. Um, probably probably put on a good show too. Yeah. 
I just know T Swizzle. That would have been epic. She probably would have came down uh, from the Raptors like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> hey, maybe it'll be a, a T Swizzle slash Rihanna. Oh, maybe she'll bring her out. Do they have any songs together? Not that I'm aware of. But maybe they'll make one just for the occasion. Oh, I hope so. That would be great. It would be an interesting All song. Right, that was perfect. 20-minute episode of the KOL podcast. That's what I'm always hoping for. When I have guys like Greg on, you know, they just – I love it. I love the analysis. That's what – I love that. But uh, also, banging one out real quick, that was nice too. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, Jack. Yeah, I appreciate it too. Thanks for coming on and at least trying. I appreciate you making an effort because not everybody does. Regardless of that, I'm the commissioner. That's Jack over there. This was the podcast. Enjoy your football. Peace, yo. All right. See ya.